Podcast 9. What are you eating? Miss Vicky's chips over there? Salt vinegar. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're Spicy only they're girl. usually they're usually only my off-roading chips, but I haven't been off-roading for so long, so I just bought some to eat at home. It's like a staycation now. <laughs> Should we start the episode? Then we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. Okay. I'm gonna eat these chips first real quick. Now you're eating something else. What are you, an aero bar? Ritter Sport Butter Biscuit. Yeah, you Butter Biscuit. Yeah, of, course butter biscuit. Fa- of course, you're having something fancy. This beer is very strong, and I drank most of it while I was waiting for you. So, uh, all right. Sorry, <laughs> it's, a, it's fine. It was literally mm-hmm. only like maybe seven minutes, but it was enough to, to, get, it, to get it going. All right, Butter Biscuit, Gerard. Okay. Hi, I'm Gerard Gibraltar. I'm Kevin Peterson. And I'm Ryan Benoit, and this is Serial Podcast 9. <laughs> All right, team. What's up, Buttercup? What do we got? Yeah, what's going on, Butter Biscuits? Yeah, I got a question for you guys. All right. Is, what the fuck is this thing? Oh. Well, Troy, now you have to describe it. It looks like a it looks like a fancy chess piece that you put. Yeah, it looks almost like Lego. Lego. It's a college. It looks like some sort of collet. I can't really see it. Oh, that's an AF fitting. Yeah, I don't know. Got an O-ring on it. Two O-rings on it. It's a specific length. Welcome to the world of BMWs. It's a butt plug. What the fuck is this, Kevin? Could you even ever figure out what the fuck this is? Like, if I looked at this and didn't know what it was, I'd be like, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like, it goes into intake manifold and, like, fluctuates idles. Fucking right. Radiator. It's fucking radiator. That's the radiator. radiator. So that what blue is thing is the drain plug, but this thing is like a I don't know what they fucking call it, but it's so weird. It goes in quarter yeah. turn, but this distance is determined of where the coolant goes, like automatic standard and shit. It's so fucking weird, dude. Anyways, yeah, mine was broken. I don't love everything is plastic. Everything is fucking plastic. It's so I, I the last. Last week you were all on. Anyway, it's fine. It's cool. I mean, this thing was literally like nine dollars on Amazon, but still, it's like if it wasn't plastic, you would never have to buy it. Uh, it sounds like you're sitting on a gold mine of an idea, you know. Why do you think they make so much money repairing those fucking things? Oh just hey, I anyway. got no I got not a question that I want to share, which I think is great. So last week's episode, I talked about <laughs> How much I enjoy Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just talking, you know, like you know, <laughs> whether he be bone saw or just talking to Mean Gene, love it. Um, and our pal Joel reached out, and I like responses to things that we also talk about. I think is great. So I'm going to do a response segment right now, and this is responses to things that we've talked about. So responses with Ryan. Responses with Ryan. Um, all right, Joel, our buddy Joel reached out and he said, So kind of random, kind of not. Macho man Randy Savage used to do an event when I was in elementary school for all the local kids around Christmas time. He would read Christmas stories to us and give out gifts. Looking back at it now, it's kind of crazy. Lol. And that made my day. Just that knowing that. Cool. Ma- yeah, that would be so amazing. 
And I feel like I would have had a different life if Watcher Man was like reading me Christmas stories. No. And I said, I assume he wore the Macho Man gear, <laughs> you know, like the cowboy hat, the weird, like, yeah, the fringe. <laughs> yeah. The and original like, pit vipers. Yeah. And then he was like, to be honest, it was so long ago, I can't remember, which is amazing. Like, not being able to have a vivid memory of a man showing up in spandex or not and like a cowboy hat. But he said, but he for sure read the stories in the Macho Man voice, which I this makes sense. Like, yeah, he got a persona uh, yeah. upkeep. Yeah. Also, after we talked about Macho Man, Kevin talked about how he liked Ric Flair. And then I watched the 30 for 30 on Ric Flair. And then I now know a bunch about Ric Flair, which so, is <laughs> also great. Could you imagine a child's story being <laughs> Macho Man? <laughs> And then but the dumb. dinosaur. Ooh. Like, it was huge. huge. <laughs> we got three minutes of reading time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you're all mine. Oh, man. I love it. Uh, but it makes sense. Uh, WWF at the time was geared towards children and WWE yeah. or whatever. Or no, sorry. WCW, whatever else it was called, was geared towards, like, adults more or less. Uh, yeah, so it makes sense, and I loved it. I love that. Uh, Chris Klein from Saskatchewan, after listening to our podcast about uh, my pet peeves and me driving a Prius, um, I thought this was pretty funny. He said, listening to the podcast, now that you drive a Prius, do you use the Saskatchewan typical hand wave when someone lets you in, or is that strictly a Saskatchewan thing? And does anyone ever wave back? And then I Hand thought... lame, bro. You gotta be the Flash. Like Barry Allen the Flash or Wally West the Flash? No, like the Flash your hands just two times kind of thing. Good. I'm glad you didn't even like waver when I tried to get you to <laughs> decipher between two heroes. Um, all right. Great. Uh, do you wave back if someone lets you in? Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm, more wave, I'm more wave back if I like do a move. I don't wave. Uh, I flash. <laughs> you don't do the old hand out the bat like so they no. can see in the back window? No. This morning, uh, Rig was trying to get in. Uh, There's a smaller gap. I backed up a bit, flashed him once, let him in, flashed him like two times for like, yo, cool. And then he like flashes hazards back at me. So it was like, totally sweet. Yeah, that's trucker lingo. Yeah, exactly. I not mean, it's, it's kind of, it's listen to our. It's saying it's your horn, you could use your flash. I'm not everybody can like roll down the window and like, like I don't this. put my hand out the window. I try no, to just do it. No, no, you just one of these. Yeah, you just yeah. throw the chuck the deuce. Too much work. Yeah, it's like, go like this. Too much. That's more. <laughs> oh, whatever. Just like this. Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Great. And then our friend um, from Germany, JZS Poppy, which I enjoy always, sends me a voice note, which is the best thing. <laughs> and I don't want everybody to do it. But if you live in Germany, you are allowed to send me a voice note while you're driving. And he sent me a voice note about uh, our uh, the crowdfunding for or the GoFundMe for for cars, like popular mm-hmm. cars that burned to the ground. And then people. Oh, yeah. The, um, the one we did a while ago. Yeah. And he said there's a guy in Germany who had an oh geez, it was an Audi. And it was very expensive, and he built it over years, and the guy is very well off, runs the company very well known, and he took it to do a test run, and uh, the car burnt to the ground, just to gone. 
And he started a GoFundMe and raised like over a hundred thousand for this car. And yeah, but he's already well to do. And we had a, a a slight conversation and I said, you know, like I I I do hate GoFundMe's for situations like this, but like same token, that guy's got over a hundred thousand dollars now from a GoFundMe. Why the yeah. shit does he care what I think about him? Like he's rich. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah, fuck yeah. that. Who cares? You know what? I don't have a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> the thing is, is that my pride will never let me be like, I need to go start a GoFundMe. But I guess you know, different no, strokes no, no. for different there, folks. There, yeah. I don't like it either, but can't gets results. Shall I send you the answer from Alex Lee regarding the last podcast, or should I, I read it? Oh, uh, yeah, do whatever you want. You're the you boss. Might as well read it. Oh, yeah, wanna... yeah, so um, out of all the podcasts, I got the most responses on the last one myself. I don't know about you guys. I mean, you get more responses seemingly than all of us, but I didn't get uh, any. I got thanks. one response and it was today about it. Um, C- Cedric goes, only Cedric goes to Kevin with questions. It was actually Gordon. Oh, and what Gordon. Did say? Uh, what Gordon, did Gordon was, say? Uh, Gordon was like, yo, the last podcast was hilarious. He's like, I was sitting at work with uh, headphones on, working away at my desk. And he's like, I laughed out loud so hard that uh, one of my coworkers came over to see like what was going on. <laughs> and he it's said, it was, he's like, it was like, he's like, Kevin, it was when you said like, if you're just going to keep reading stats, I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Read me the Alex. Read him and wait. Oh, right, right, right. right. Okay, okay, he okay. has a BMW now, right? He does. He has I hate so it. So Alex Lee essentially has uh, a DIY M3. So Alex Lee, our old good buddy, uh, Formula D guy, we built him a GS300 or 400 or whatever the hell it was at one point, but it had like a tech speed uh, LS6 or 7 or something, but it was like, a, you know, 600 horse crank LS engine. Fast forward, uh, he kept that engine, sold the Aristo or whatever GS, and then uh, Eventually, it blew up, and now he took most of those parts and put them on sort of like a junkyard six liter or five point three. Still, probably makes four hundred something horse. Anyway, so he bought a BMW three thirty five M Sport coupe to try the N fifty four twin turbo that engine. Yeah, uh, but it was already kind of like clapped out when he bought it. So like it just basically was like you know it was kind of fucked anyways. But I think he originally bought it with the intent of putting the V eight in it anyways. So anyways, now he has a you know, 500 horsepower, 400 horsepower V8 uh, three series coupe. So basically an M3 because the M3 of that vintage is V8. <clears throat> but he said, latest podcast was awesome. I fully agree with moving towards BMW. Bias. Uh, people, no. get, people get too caught up with nostalgia and get uncomfortable with moving forward. S9 has always been about moving forward and doing the next big thing better and cooler than anyone else, in my opinion, lol. Yeah. All right. Well. Well, fine. But that also seems self-serving because then he can get cool parts for a BMW. <laughs> and I'm just over here trying to get cool parts for a JZS 161, you know? He did yeah. say biased. He admitted biased. No, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. said that. I said that. Oh, but okay. I, mean, I, I thought like, he, yeah, obviously I thought he's biased. I thought he put that in there. But... Yeah, yeah. But, Everyone's a little bit biased. But yeah. at the same time, to further my point of last week, saying that there's a big crossover between like Toyota and BMW guys, that's another one. There was Curtis, there's Gilbert, there's Reggie, there's Brandon, there's 
does it Dimoff have a BMW? Yeah, yeah. but he's always Dimoff has a BMW. Yeah, there's lots of people. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like that's a that's a very tight connection, man. Yeah, most of them can work on their own vehicles. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you got to be able to work on your own car if you have a BMW. Ooh, that's, for sure. that's not for me. <laughs> that's true. That yeah, true. I, I don't want that. I mean, that's the thing, too, because I've been trying to help Danny find a car for ages and ages. And I'm just like, dude, like, he's like, oh, this BMW is cheap. This BMW. I'm like, dude, there's a reason to cheap. Don't BMW. buy a BMW. He's like, why are you buying one? I'm like, well, because I can fix it, man. Like, I've <laughs> literally spent I'm Gerard. hours in yeah. my garage to fix these do do these as I say, not as I beauty oil leaks. You know what I mean? And like this thing, the fucking thing, like. But you yeah. make such a compelling argument. Like you do make a compelling. Ar- I don't want. We're not doing two podcasts in a row. Where <laughs> back we just to back, a, yeah. yeah, back uh, to back BMWs. <laughs> you do make a compelling argument, and it's very easy to get caught up in the fact <clears throat> that not everybody is you. So when you say a thing, it's like, oh yeah. I can do that, but like for most people, it's like no, you fucking can't. Like there's a there's a percentage. But I mean, of people at, that at can... the end of the day, most of our customers are fucking swapping their own engines, man. Like if you can't swap, if you can swap an engine or like do a transmission job, you sure as fucking fix some oil leaks or a water pump, some suspension I parts. Look, <laughs> I don't know anything about business. I only know what my heart feels, and I don't care about these. Okay, BMWs. yeah. Well, I mean, you keep the rest of that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Hey, good. Great. Sweet. I got another question. Okay, good. Question or answer response. I don't have an answer for anything. The whole point. No, I meant like I thought we were doing. I tried to make sense of the whole thing. (laughs) Ryan did the response, and now that was your response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Do you have a response, Kevin? (laughs) Yeah, it was from Gordon. Oh, that was the one. That that has been responses with Ryan. Or what's our subject? I apologize. Well, no, I'm doing a question, and then usually you get worked up about something, and then we talk about it for two hours. I feel like it's your first time here every time, and I love it. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to screw this up. So I'm going to spell it, and then we'll go from there. So it's E-W-W-R-E-P-S, which and me is E-W-R-E-P-S. Like E-W-R-E-P-S. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe I got that. Anyway. Okay. And then he says... Hey, Ryan, I got a question for the podcast. What type of influences slash peer pressures could have been some Mm -hmm. weird trends everyone has been hopping on or something have you three caved into? Could be like a modification you've done to your car, a car you've purchased, or actions you've done while driving. And it could be a negative or positive outcome as well. And so the idea there is, in the car world, when have you caved to peer pressure? Or trends? Or is it just or peer trends? Pressure? Well, yeah, but I guess trends in a way is kind of like peer pressure as well, a little bit. Oh, I got all yeah. the answers. It's like less pressure, but yeah. Yeah. But from more people. <laughs> more people. But everybody in the car scene is supposedly friends. I don't know. You follow each other on Instagram. You see all the things, and you're like, I got to oh. do this, too. I got to get any follow. Or yeah. you got a friend who tells you to do a thing and then you do it and maybe it's good or it's bad. But I guess maybe the heart of this question is it's like not necessarily following your heart, but like being influenced by someone else. And what were the outcomes? Hmm. Yeah. One thing, one thing I want to say 
uh, you don't have to put this in. I, we just have to remind you later to to tell people that we're on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. okay hey, sorry. Serial nines on TikTok, everybody. We can put that in. It's fine. <laughs> okay. okay. I just didn't want to also, I'm not sure. I didn't want to like interrupt right now, but I had to interrupt to to remind myself for later. So. <laughs> Yeah, we'll remind them later. Hey, hey, listen to this, Gerard. Uh, This episode of Serial Podcast 9 has been brought to you by Serial 9, now on TikTok. Follow them at Serial 9 on TikTok. There, there you go. Perfect. That was perfect. First endorsement. Yeah, okay. What trend did you follow or were you like peer pressured into? What were the outcomes? Hmm. You said you had all the answers. Um, Okay, so I mean... All of them. I don't know. I bought a Jay's X100. <laughs> I have a Jay-Z because that's popular. Uh, Man, you, you, made Jay-Z, you made the Jay-Z popular. Yeah, yeah but not everybody always does had that. A... Yeah, I always had a Jay-Z. Uh, stance, you know, we stance. We stance. Uh, but that isn't based on someone else telling you to do something. Hey, man, I was influenced by everybody at some point or somebody at some yeah, point. Yeah, you saw like a cool Japanese car that was stanced. <laughs> okay, and then you but... stanced your car. <laughs> Okay, yeah, exactly. here's how, here, here's how, yeah, <laughs> you, you heard a cool Japanese car, the one J, yeah, one J, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I saw here's drifting how. in on auction <laughs> and I went drifting. Yeah. Okay, stop, <laughs> Kevin. What convinced you to buy a G35? Uh, it was probably Gerard. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm not going to make that decision on my own, and yeah, I, I don't know, it made sense on paper or whatever. It's kind of like the whole BMW thing where you're just like, you talk about it. And then you're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be sick. And then you get it and you're like, eh, it's, it's not for me, maybe. But like, yeah, I don't I don't know that that was like peer pressure so much. Well, Gerard know. is a peer and he probably yeah. is a con. <laughs> I mean, I or... Honestly, I don't remember pushing you to get that car. But like, I think it I'm just made sure, sense. I'm sure I was like, yeah, this is sick. You know, I mean, I do think yeah, this also... car is sick, so. Gerard, if I bought a beer, but I mean, it also tomorrow, came, it, it came and went, and like, like you never yeah. wanted it in the meantime. You know what I mean? Like, there, yeah. you know, me or yeah, yeah, like you know, but you're all excited about the G35 that you've had for a year now, but like we had that one for five years. Yeah, five, I mean, five years. I don't know. Ago, there's almost. something about it. There's something about it that like I didn't, I didn't think it was. I don't know if it was like maybe. Like I think it, wasn't it sounded yours. cool. No, well, I might have been that. It might have been that yeah. it wasn't mine. I mean, but the also, interior was pretty bad. Yeah, I was gonna say the interior was never like it was always like, like kind of really fucked up. Like the center console was just it looked like you know like my first handbrake install or some shit. Like because you couldn't find the correct console because they're super rare. The six speed uh, manual, and then didn't you have beige interior and then you found a black center console or was it vice versa or something? No, I never put that center console in. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, yeah, it was it was that. Uh, it sounded cool because you had that weird ass like twin muffler on it, but then it, it sounded cool like for what it was, but generally not cool, right? Uh, I mean, it sounded cool like twenty percent and below throttle, but then like when you like got on it, it did not sound good, uh, in my opinion. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that was peer pressure. Like, I feel like that's the thing. I feel like I don't know. <clears throat> One time I did I a burnout. Like a bunch of people were telling you do a do a burnout, and I did a burnout. You know. Yeah, I did that once. I got in trouble uh, yeah. <laughs> by the property manager of the place. I oh, like, but I mean, shit. also like I don't know. Remember when we were leaving Spirit Peaks, and that guy was just yelling at me to do a burnout? I was like, no, like yeah, you're going up now. Yeah, 
What I hey, was I, going to say. Oh, sorry. You say am I? Well, say. I was gonna. I just am I. <laughs> I mean. I mean, it's, yeah. it doesn't really take anybody telling me now to do a burnout, not to do a burnout. No, so but like. that's your. That's part of your <laughs> career. Your your shtick. Yeah, it's your thing that you do. Uh, I was going to say I could buy a BMW tomorrow and Gerard would be like, I had nothing to do with that. And be like, I don't know. You just sent me 30 fucking photos of a BMW. Like, that's a sick BMW. I said one was all right. But like, I don't know, you know, and like fully everything Gerard said, Gerard is obviously a peer. And says a lot of things, and Gerard carries, you know, uh, a a lot of weight in the court of opinions in my brain when it comes to cars. So if Gerard uh, through this whole podcast, I'd have a Porsche, I'd have a, a <laughs> Mercedes care. AMG, I'd have, you know, like all the things. Yeah, and it would be because of Gerard ranting and raving about it. It's not because like I'm like I need that. I don't need it. Like anyway. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, what I'm trying to say is, I call that peer pressure. You had a G35 because of peer pressure. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, you know but I, I, yeah, you're not wrong. Because I wouldn't yeah. do it again. I wouldn't, you know? Right. But I feel like most of the other things, like, uh, I didn't feel like I got peer pressured into painting my car pink or, like, picking three-spoke wheels or. No, that's all, Kevin, 100%. <laughs> There's nothing about that that's anybody else, but like. But I mean, it feels like if you were to build that, you know, a similar style car today, it does feel like you're chasing the trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I guess it's hard for me to look at your car at any point and never be, and like, and think that that's anything but Kevin. You know? Yeah. I don't think the next car is going to be painted pink, you know? No, that's fair. It's it feels like maybe you come know. back, you come back to it every 10 years or something, you know, you have a pink <laughs> car every 10 years or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gerard, an actual like peer pressure, what you got a peer pressure thing that you've mm. done or adopted a trend. I mean, I bought the infinity QX 56 because I watched a lot of Australian Nissan patrol Y62 guys. And I, it sort of solidified my like. Does that not feel like research though? I uh, guess it's peer pressure. It's I a mean, fine line, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because because it doesn't exist here. I mean, there wasn't. There's one guy in the states uh, who had a lifted one on 37s, and I saw that, and I talked to him a bit, and I was like, "Yeah, but I want to do that. Like, I want. I mean, I don't want 37s or whatever, but like, I want that. Yeah, truck. you do. Like, if it's good enough for him, it's you know, if he could do all that with that truck, then I could. That would be that makes sense for me. I think it probably like pushed me over the edge. Like I already liked the truck or whatever, but like, like to sort of be validated through quote unquote peers made me make the jump. You know what I mean? That doesn't feel like peer pressure to me. No, no, I don't. I don't. I think you. Okay. Okay. I'll try to find. I don't think, (laughs) I don't think you, I don't think Gerard adheres to peer pressure. If I'm being very honest. I've tried, I just got to, I got to find something. No, that's not how. Underglow, no. Avant-garde. No. Brushed wheels? No, no. Those were never popular. No, you take, no. Your whole persona is doing things that people like aren't into before they do it. And then they're into it after you do it. Like you're ahead of the curve. That's I mean, I got the JZX 100. I feel like that. I don't know if that's pure pressure. Yeah, but you but... also chose a Cressida, so like it's Cresta, not even like yeah. 
Cresta. Cresta. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess I got the Cresta before, like now it seems that Crestas are gaining popularity. Yeah. So I had the Cresta already, but. Yeah. This doesn't like, I don't know. Yeah. It's not a chaser. Yeah. You're not chasing the trends, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, gotta be you're, you're cresting the trends. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I don't really, I, I can't really think of anything else from Kevin either. I mean, the G35 maybe because of, and probably a bit of research slash like me being like, yeah, dude, it's fucking sick. But like, I don't think Kevin, I mean, maybe. Well, okay, that, what, 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 uh, sorry, what about that fucking Subaru? I mean, that was that was because I didn't have a car. And that was, I definitely wasn't just trying to, I don't think there's ever been a trend of people getting <laughs> legacy wagons. Shitty base model automatic <laughs> legacy. Yeah. Yeah, Yo, buy this. It's I sick. don't think that was a trend. Yeah. I was just going to say, I thought maybe like I influenced you to buy it because I was like, yeah, it's a good car. These are nah, great cars. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Okay, that one was right. fully just 11. Okay. Anyway, so we're talking about only car related stuff. I don't know. I, well, what is it? peer pressured in your regular life then i mean like there's nobody peer pressured you to do the the like thing after formula d when the cop pulled you over oh uh, are you my first trip no no yeah an idiot yeah yeah nobody was like hey you should do a, a drift around here and like pull the e-brake and yeah like, no that was that's the thing i think we're like silly enough that we don't need to be peer pressured yeah you know what i mean like yeah, yeah we're the ones who peer pressure the other people <laughs> Yeah, I think that's totally fair. <laughs> I don't even consider it peer pressure. If Gerard or Kevin tells me to like I need something or it should be done, I'm like, yeah, all right. Like I don't like I'm not like maybe. I'm like, yeah, all right. That makes sense. You you know what you're talking about. <laughs> what about what about the hood exit wastegates? I mean, I thought you liked that though. You know what I mean? I love that. I think it's sick. Yeah, but I didn't think it up. I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, but it. I mean, that, yeah, it's, that's that's. Yeah, I feel that's different. That's just drawing inspiration, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's drawing inspiration or a trend. I mean, like, but yeah, I feel like if I put underglow on my car or something, that would definitely be like that. Yeah, because like I don't I mean, really love underglow, but like I was like, oh, I'll do it because it's like it's kind of fucking. You gotta have it when you go to like final bout or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I gets a bit it gets a bit foggy because there's a line because I even remember looking at blogs way back in like the like two thousands, late two thousands ish. Or no, yeah. but no, I'm gonna say looking at blogs in like twenty twelve ish yeah. and being like that's when like people must have been like sticker bombing stuff. Oh God. Like the, yeah, but like I never sticker bombed anything, but Good. I remember seeing Good. You're like S <laughs> that's what would change it i remember seeing cars on like the fat list blog and just being like whoa what a thing what a like you know like i don't know like no and i see three no i know now gerard but there no was i know i'm just i'm just place. thinking thinking to all the sticker bomb cars that i saw or like it was always the the stupid always- wind deflector was sticker bombed <laughs> yeah. or the front or a lip. lip yeah or the front a garnish just, oh. uh Oh, my friend Eric Zapata, when I met him, EZAP, the real no EZAP. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't. He's funny. He <laughs> loves it. On his S13, I'm pretty sure the rear garnish was sticker bombed. <laughs> maybe he'll listen to this and be mad, and maybe I was wrong, but I'm pretty sure I remember that. And that's why we're the best of friends, because we saw the things <laughs> and we were like, yeah. But um, uh, yeah, so sticker bomb. 
I never really did it, but I thought there was a while because like stickers are currency in the car world. And that way you were just putting your currency all over your front lip. But I mean, you had all sorts of stupid stickers because there's no way you had enough interest in, in, in so many brands or you had so many products in your car that the stickers from those fucking 10 companies that you got parts for in your car were enough to cover your entire front lip. No, but back then you were doing stupid ass shit. It was all blogs, though, right? It was like I got an Illa sticker, I got a Motor Maven sticker. sticker. Yeah. Oh man! What about the? What about the? How is it? No, the never that. Fucking. I'm a big. I was a big brand representative of like media stuff. I have a whole bag still to this day of like old Illa stuff that I. Fuck okay, it! We're gonna sticker. We're gonna sticker bomb the right rear door of your Risto. <laughs> no, why would we do that? <laughs> okay, the right I rear have... window. It'll say Mrs. I... Sticker Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Alex is so mad right now. <laughs> um, I have like the illest like metal emblem you can put on your car. They gave That's that. Oh, cool. what? I, I have cool. that. I just don't ever know. What to do. You should sneak out to San Fran and like, you know, when Mark Arsenal's like beetle is parked or his wife's take and cross for his most park one day, you should like stick that on the little three quarter window. Oh yeah. I'm sure he'd love that. <laughs> yeah. It's vintage. He'd be like, Oh man, I haven't seen that in a long time. Just a softest spoken guy. Uh, punching <laughs> me in the face. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't know if this was like, this is where the, it gets tricky. Is that, is that I don't know if it's like peer pressure. It was just like the style of the time. I'm going to say this and you're going to say no. And I don't give a shit, but like on my the style of the time was to put a transformer logo plaque emblem on your car. Now, well, yeah, if it was an Autobot, cause I'd never be a Decepticon anyway. And put, uh, put Altesa taillights on your civic. Yeah. Hey, do you ever walk by a car and with see, a Sony like, explode? Oh Jesus! I was gonna say, do you ever walk by a car and see like a transformer emblem on the on the car and be like, and then smash the window? No, (laughs) there are. (laughs) I was just gonna say like, there's no fucking way that thing's an Autobot or a Decepticon. I don't know. No, I don't ever go that. Like, yeah, I know. No, I always just look at this person who has no taste in cars. Oh, you meant you meant like like, look at the sticker and think. Yeah, it's not even a, yeah, yeah. It's an emblem. Like, that's no, not no, an no. Autobot. I would never like, think that. I would just no. feel like you would never think mm, like no, never. Yeah. What if just so? What happened if? So like, what would you put one on your Risto, and then the, like, it would be like no, a, no, a no. Risto bot because that's cool. <laughs> no, enough to trans- no, no. You're missing my car, point. No, but is that you're car missing- cool enough to transform? Well, no, because we know my car's not a transformer, so that doesn't no matter. No car None of the cars you see in the real world, Ryan, are transformers. There are no transformers. But what if they were? And would they choose to be that car? Well, I don't know how the Transformers identify. I don't even know if an Arista wanted to be a Transformer. Yeah, you and honestly, identify if, Arista, you're getting ahead of yourself. If an Arista was a Transformer, it'd probably be a Decepticon because it's fucking kind of a cool car. It's kind of like evil. You know, you know what would be an Autobot? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll tell you what. You know what would be an Autobot? The Prius would be an Autobot. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah, Prius would be Prius. Hey, leave me alone. Let me in. Please let me in. I feel like you've never watched you've watched Transformers. I'm getting off topic, but um no, this is a perfect topic. Yeah. (laughs) Do you mean like the movie or the the cartoon? The cartoon. 
dude, why? <laughs> the You've movie was so much the, better. When you when the cartoon was you like were, your age, no, wasn't it? No, but Gerard. Uh, yeah, I never watched Gerard's man. It was before my age. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was out. I, I can't remember that far back. Gerard, <laughs> they were cars that turned into robots, and you're like, eh. it's okay, like half what, of your again, what, what Listen, what I remember watching as a kid was Knight Rider, like maybe a bit of like the Fall Guy, MacGyver. Uh, God, this is so much about you as a person. Airwolf. Airwolf, do you remember? You yeah. probably never heard yeah. of it. No, I oh, fucking yeah. heard of okay, Airwolf. Okay, when Airwolf. Who are you talking to? And then there's one more, man. Oh, the A Team, dude. That's like, I watched all that. Yeah, shit. yeah. Okay. Cartoons. Listen. I don't remember watching cartoons. All I watched of these all those shows like when I was really young. Make sense for your personality, <laughs> and you know, MacGyver and the A Team. You're like yeah. out there building shit. Yeah, turning your van into a tank. A pit fool, dude. Yeah, I, I watched a, a lot of. I watched a lot of Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. I watched yeah, a lot me of that. too. Yeah. Yeah. Dukes of yeah. Hazard. Quick, who was the narrator for the Dukes of Hazard? Well, uh, boys at it again. It's uh, <laughs> well, that's like Waylon Jennings. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know who that that's is. That's right. You don't know who Waylon Jennings is? No. You out here talking to me like I don't know what Airwolf is? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. You know what's right. funny? You know what's funny now? If you look at, if you look at, if you watch Airwolf or whatever, and you like look at it, like when I was a kid, are I you thought, watching Airwolf yeah, now? No, no, I just mean like I have seen it. Like I want to say, like in the last five years or something. No, and, and really? like yeah, because I looked because like oh, on okay. YouTube or something. Because I was like, yo, was that like a cool helicopter? So when I was a kid, when the helicopter like comes up from behind, the, you're like, oh, like it's so crazy, and it made that cool sound. Or whatever, but like now you watch it, like that's like a bunk ass helicopter that they just like pasted a bunch of crap on, and like you know what I mean? You're like that's like not like the like, lamest helicopter, but but maybe that was every every kid. helicopter was cool. Exactly, I remember yeah, watching the old yeah. Batman a lot. Like Adam I used to watch a bit of that too. Yeah, yeah. And they had like remember that helicopter? I remember the Ooh. car thinking, "Holy crap, that thing is crazy!" Yeah, it's like like great, good. I'm glad we did this. All I was saying was, I just sometimes you see a car, it's got a lot of shit on it, and then they put like an Autobot sticker on it or a Decepticon <laughs> sticker. And I'm no Decepticon would choose to be that piece of shit, is what I think. <laughs> That's all I thought. I but mean, they, they I, don't like, don't they get that? Don't they just like get sparked? Isn't it just some electronics and then they get uh, yeah, sparked? Yeah, they don't really get to choose. No, what... they choose. They send, they do a thing, and then they. So the guy was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a. Uh, shitty cassette player he was like that's what i want to be a boombox shockwave's fucking dope i don't think i thought he wasn't originally a boombox i thought he was a walkman he wasn't a walkman yeah he was a walkman and he went he fit into the chest of the other dude no shockwave okay hang on there's soundwave and shockwave i remember the yellow sound wave what no that's a autobot that's a different one God oh, damn it. God. Now we're going down a weird let's Yeah, not. exactly. There's Soundwave and Shockwave. Soundwave was the the boombox and he had the cassettes that he shot out, like Ravage or whatever. Okay, Ravage. Okay. And he had the cool fucking voice. Like he was the dopest shit. A lot of the Decepticons don't make sense because like Megatron turns into a fucking gun that Scars Starscream had to sh- like sh- fire at people. That doesn't make sense. Mask can't go away like that. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, if you could have any Transformer car, which Transformer car would you take? 
Aren't, isn't there only a Camaro and like a? Why are you using Michael Bay movies as like the as the Bible? Well, I mean, what would what, you rather be the Volkswagen Beetle? Yeah, like, uh, you guys. There's like Datsuns and there's Porsches. There's tons of things. Right, I'll tell you what. I'm in the boombox. I don't really know enough about that's Transformers except for the Michael Bay movie. So that's my. Answer. I don't. I don't like any of this for you. All right, fine. <laughs> Sorry, I wish I could entertain you more. But I... There's like a Lancia as well, I think. Oh, Lancia's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew I'd get you with that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Who do I? Who am I trying to impress? <laughs> we've unleashed, okay. we've unleashed really a like monster. Uh, this yeah. is what the podcast should be about. Um, I, yeah, I drank a very strong beer and now I'm really in it. <laughs> okay. Back to car trends. I'm going to be on it. So, I mean, peer pressure is hard. I think... I actually think that. I mean, I just got peer pressure into talking about Transformers. So, yeah, mm, good. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the car scene and in groups, we've kind of talked about this before. This might be a weird. Anyway, I feel like every group probably has. There's like a sounding board, or maybe the entire group is a sounding board. Is that fair to say? Like you have an idea. Like you're going to go mod your car. Do you just do it or are you talking about it with your friend? I would think the most times I mean, you're going to I talk don't. about it. Well, I mean, you're definitely, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about what flares you're going to put on the 100. Yeah, I usually talk about it like after, I, I usually talk about it after I've made the decision. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that, that's what I was going to say. If I have an idea, <clears throat> I will talk to Kevin and Gerard about it. Mm-hmm. And then if Kevin has an idea, he'll talk to Gerard about it. But Gerard's mostly made up his mind and just wants us to tell him it's a good idea. Yeah, like I, I was when you talk about flares, for example, like when I told everyone these fucked up flares that I'm going to put on the car, there's nobody that would have said that that's a whack idea and that would have changed my mind. Like the deal was already done. Uh, I was going to say, I feel like a, a good example of peer pressure would be like, like stretching tires or like, you know, like uh, adding camber. You know what I mean? Like when you, you know, you're, you're like kind of just like a normal car dude from, you know, not back in the day, but like, you know, and like you, you have a car that's like lowered or nice or whatever, but now all of a sudden this like stance movement is like so prominent. Um, Cause I remember, for example, Sean, remember Sean Manson? He's like, no, the he, minute you said this, I was like, I was thinking of Sean. And then, yeah, and then I was like, had, no, this, this does make a good comparison. Yeah. yeah Cause he had a Mazda three. It was like kind of lowered and like, pretty and i mean it, it had a sticker bomb front lip and everything too so it was like fully like that and then um you know he met us and we had i think i had like a gs the arrest the gs at that time that was like not finished but it was like whatever and then he had the sales here and then the stance movement had like sort of started getting popular and he's like he came to us and he's like hey man i want to like stance my car and at first i was like what like what do you mean and then i was like oh okay yeah like i yeah do you want like the camera and like the kind of sick wheels and stuff and so we did we we put like, yeah, like 18 by nine and a half, like low offset wheels on the, his Mazda three, like extended the control arms and built the NCAs and had like seven degrees of camber and it was sick. Uh, and then, and then he just got a VI and always had to put new tires on it because it would just blow up tires. But yeah, that was, that would be like kind of a peer pressure thing. It's like, you want to stance your car because now your like H&R spring or whatever lowered car is kind of like 
quote unquote lame. Not cool enough like, for you anymore. Yeah. Not cool enough for to like hang in the world of modified cars, <laughs> right? So now you're gonna get coilovers and you're gonna get like stretched tires, and now you're gonna maybe even add a bit of camber and put the car lower than like you ever thought was like even possible before. You know what I mean? So I feel like all that is sort of the, you know what I mean? Peer pressure. Yeah. I was, what I was going to say is like every group has their sounding board. And then I think that kind of in a way ends up being peer pressure, like the sounding board that you go to. So if you've ever, unless you build a car in a silo, from all of your friends or you don't have friends and you're not on Instagram, everything is a variation of peer pressure of what you're doing. I think to a degree, like your no idea is totally original, I guess. But yeah, I think like <clears throat> my example was um, I ran a rising sun hood on my 180 for a while. And that was yeah. because like my buddy wanted to borrow the black hood off of my car and he's like, you, you can run the rising sun hood. And like, I look back now and I'm like, oh, what like a weird thing that that was. <laughs> I did. But at the time, the guy that traded me hoods, I was like, ah, oh, he knows what's up. And so that was kind of like the, the peer pressure. I was like, oh, if he owns it, it must be all right. I'll just put that on my car. And then it was like very much like a, hey, look at me type thing. And I remember Jody always being my wife. Being like, why is that on your car? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? But yeah, yeah uh, I mean, I felt really bad about it until I went to uh, when we went for Devin Horsley's uh, memorial type car gathering on uh, August 6th of like not this last one, but the one before. And they had all these old cars. And I saw like even Devin Horsley had like a a hood that had like a thing on it that was like painted that wasn't like just a straight color and i was like oh that must have just been like of the time everybody yeah i feel like it was of the time yeah i, I definitely feel like i knew people with like rising sun hoods or like the roof or something like that for sure yeah um, or like a fender i don't I, like, like i don't know if you, i don't know if this is like pure pressure but like on my like first 86 like i was like oh all the cool 86s have like this like under axle straight pipe style exhaust so i went or to mismatched wheels i went to midas and i got like uh what you know an under axle straight back exhaust but it was like terrible and the car wasn't like super low so the under axle was like hilarious you know right um and yeah i felt like that and then also like literally like day one i took out all of the interior out of that car except for like the dash and like the glove box like because that was you know i feel like that wasn't like peer pressure like i wanted to do that but like i was gonna say you know what i mean it, like it, it it was something for sure i mean you're doing peers, your peers may be just indifferent like i was gonna say like i i maybe have peer pressure but like you said you're sounding more like maybe my peers are the japan or like you know what i mean not not that i like talk to them or anything but like that's my main influence it maybe it's just not a local influence maybe it's just like from farther away you know i mean maybe but i don't agree i think you're just your own thing that does <laughs> like i don't know i mean i didn't think of all this shit thing. myself i have a lot of influence no you know? didn't but nobody thinks about all of the shit themselves like nobody's actually yeah sitting like the around. full like, pioneer it's a, yeah it's like it's all a take something and make it your own but i think that there is people that like 
take things from a different place and make it their own. And then there's like the, that's where you get the peer pressure or the whatever. I have found the older you get, hopefully the better choices you make when you do a thing. Right. So, I mean, that to me is like Gerard rolled my fenders. That's a better choice than me trying to do it myself or getting somebody else to not do it. You know, like there is that type of thing. Like you make where, where you choose to let your influences like seep in is definitely like uh um, maybe a more grown up mature way to approach the car scene because most of us are going to be influenced by everything and there's always going to be like a a trend of the time or a thing to hop on and like be a part of you know you can go from big wheels to small wheels i mean i can't go to small wheels but there's oh. always something yeah there's always a thing that can exist <clears throat> that you can go to but i think uh the refinement of your sounding board and like where you allow that stuff to seep in is is probably a learned skill. And some people learn it faster than others. What else do you want to talk about? So BMWs. <laughs> yeah, BMWs. I don't know if you guys have heard. It's funny because the BMW, the BMW thing has come up quite often. People have like asked us to think and really like realistically talk about BMWs. And even this is an example of the last topic. It's like we've entertained it, and but we've never gone into it at that depth until Gerard became interested in it. And then it was like, then we really had to like. I feel like I just get so into things that like, I'm I'm very like a like a steamroller. Like like Kevin will just be like, man, right? Like shut the fuck up already. Like about your truck <laughs> or about your fucking Porsche or about your you know, I don't want to hear about AMGs anymore. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I'll just get super into something and then like learn every possible aspect about it and then be super into it. And then, then find something else. And no, and then maybe do it or maybe not. Right. Maybe, but I definitely feel like. What is the thing that makes you do it? Cause that is the thing. It's like, I joke about this, but I also appreciate that. I appreciate this about you, Gerard, that you do get super into a thing And then you go and research the hell out out of it. And then, like, I feel like I'm the same way, but for, like, fucking pop culture. So it's not useful. But, like, so you're like, here's a car thing. But what makes you actually, like, pull the trigger and then do it? Um, One is probably attainability. And then two is probably, like, like the end goal. Um, You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, for example, 100. Like. Like, obviously, you know, I like JZX 100s. Uh, I wanted to go back to a smaller Toyota sedan or whatever. I want to something lighter. And it and obviously, the 100 is, like, very popular chassis. And out of all the, like, under the 90, 100, 110, like, for me, the 100 is the best one uh, as far as coolness versus whatever, right? And I have a 110, so I don't need to build another 110. But then, like, pulling the trigger. like Oh, right, right. So, the, so I pull the trigger because then... Honestly, I saw that JZ that that JZX one hundred Renan guy's car, the Cresta, and I'd never really seen a one hundred that looked that extreme. Like I've seen hundreds of one hundreds, and they all look cool. I think they're cool cars. Like even I vividly remember the option or the the Dory ten that I had with the like eighteen nineteen Stagger work equipped Mark two, you know BN Sports everything BN hood, and I was like that car is so fucking cool. 
You know what I mean? But like, I never wanted to build that car. Like no matter how, as much as I liked it, I was like, I like you do kind of see those cars. But when I saw that one car, I was like, Oh, I can have a hundred and make it look like that. Like, yeah, I'm down with that. And then, so I like pulled the trigger. Cause like, yeah, it was just sort of like, you're kind of on the cusp. And then this like one thing just like puts you over the edge for me anyways. So, and then the other oh, thing yeah. that actually made me fully pull the trigger was that I found one or some for cheap. Cause even at the same time, those cars are so expensive. I was just like, no fucking way I'm buying one of those cars. Cause like, I'm not spending seven grand on some stock ass, like 100. But then I looked harder and looked harder and I eventually found a deal. So yeah, between the deal and that one car, that those are the two factors. Anyways, go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, that's it. It's like <clears> the <throat> thing is there's a deal to be had. So a lower bear, like there was no tricking your way into the AMG scene. It feels like, <laughs> you know, like you can't, Google yeah. them into giving you that but where you are with like bmws it's like there's actually like a, a ladder it feels like you've worked out in your head that you can climb mm-hmm. and then same with the 100 and the 110 you got in i imagine one day the 110 is going to be very popular and yeah. so as long as you hold on to that thing long enough it'll be like ooh, ooh la la um zutalu. uh i, I joked today about taking everything out of it and putting it into e91 white yeah but then that'll be the thing it's like this is (laughs) i almost think that if we just took your ideas or things that you've executed on and put them on a vault and like sat on it for three years and then you'd pull it out and then 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 do it yeah yeah they'd be like whoa what the fuck like that would be the point because yeah like 110s will become available and it's not for a long time man like three or four years that's not that long and there's people that have one tens right now or are trying to like, it's just like, you're a little, like you're ahead of that curve by five years. That's the same thing. You know, it's like, we often look at like the, the stats on the videos of all the cars uh, that come up on the serial nine YouTube page. And like, imagine if your GS was still around and had videos, more videos about it, like what that would mean. It's just a funny thing to think about. Probably be doing very well. I mean, even finally a meme was made about GS300s like a few days ago. Yeah, I, yeah. You know? When's, yeah. The, when's the last, when has that ever happened? I'm just happy to be included <laughs> in the jokes. Like Kevin's out here with his IS300, like, you know, that chassis getting, yeah, getting nothing, to be in all the jokes. Nothing but, but you know, no, it's just a joke chassis. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is the thing. It does feel as if it is when it becomes attainable because, like, yeah, you had your Porsche thing, you had your AMG thing, but those are not as attainable as just owning a BMW, I guess. That's but an I mean, observation sure with me. Yeah, no, no. No, say it. I love the. Uh, uh, no, I was going to say, like, I'm sure you could, like, flip your way up the Porsche ladder, but it, it does feel that, like, maybe you need to have more to start with. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What would that even look like? What would but you, you also got it? <clears throat> what I was gonna buy was it came in, it was uh it was like 14 or 15 grand. And here they're like 30 something for a nice one is a Cayman S, um, uh, like a good spec, 19-inch wheels and stuff. You probably would have made probably seven to ten K on it, and then you'd probably you could get into a nine nine six at that point. 
And then with the 996s, you'd have to do a lot of work, but you could probably flip up pretty easily to a 997. I have to do two sure. or three 996s because they're pretty shitty. Just because they're kind of like, they're super shitty. You could buy like a really shitty 996 for like cheap and then, yeah. you know, move up to a nicer one and then eventually get into a 997. But yeah, the Caymans are pretty nice. for They're great, great value, man. Like in Japan, anyways, don't put that in so people don't buy them because they have all the prices. Well, I had to put it in. You've used all your edits on all the other things. That's going in. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll just have to leave in the real sultry thing you said. No, uh, anyway, all right. Well, that's fun. What else you got for me? You know, what else is going on in your world? Uh, I don't know. I got the at Sierra Line, we got a bunch of new stuff. Our bushings are all in, like our polyurethane yeah. bushings came in, and those are sick. Uh, so we have all the IS 300, all the GS 300, JZX 400. We're just waiting on some of the front bushings. We all have all the rack bushings. We have the LCA bushings, but we're waiting on tension rod, which sucks because that's like a really big one that every single car needs. Yeah, the most popular, the most needed. But this is big news. I don't know when this podcast is coming out. I'm just trying to think in relation. Uh, First time here, everybody. We're we're redesigning the Hydro e-brake, but it's going to have a really cool feature that I think people or we at least have been trying to incorporate for a long time. And that is laser beams locking feature. So now your Hydro e-brake is also a parking brake, but it's not like the like line lock type thing. It's legitimately like just locks the handle in a really cool way. So that's what we're working on. What else? Organization, man. Trying to get organized. And I'm trying to like organize my life and not be yeah. a George scatterbrained child. Condo. Uh, oh. <laughs> hey, did, uh, did this bring you joy? Does it spark joy? Does Which it one? The podcast? Yeah. When I found out that I had a podcast life. tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ryan oh, was like, I? does Gerard know? I was like, I've been reminding him a lot. He knows. Yeah, yeah, of course I know. And then I messaged him, and he was like, "Oh shit, sorry." Yeah, my wife says I have severe ADHD, but I you're like you're like Drew Barrymore in Fifty First Dates is what your thing is. Every day you wake up and you forget, and then we have to remind you every time. Every time you wake up and you're like, "Is this my life?" Oh man, I did really well for myself. It's Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, Groundhog Day, he knows. That's the only thing. Everybody else doesn't know. Yeah, 51st dates, he like doesn't she doesn't know anything. But he yeah, knows. She's... That's what I'm saying. Uh, Adam Sandler knows. You know, yeah, yeah, Adam Sandler knows. Yeah, yeah. And they listen to the Beach Boys. That's kind of a sad movie. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't want to dwell on that too long, like I did the Autobots. Um okay, good. Yeah, it's We're not nearly as good as forgetting Sarah Marshall, buddy. <laughs> It's not even the same con. That's a, a movie. Yeah, it's a rom com, stupid ass rom com movie. All right. Not, not rom com about that, buddy. Which one? What's the best Sarah part Marshall? of What's your favorite part of forgetting Sarah Marshall? Which we Mila learned Kunis? in the whole podcast. <laughs> oh, just her in general. I no, I mean say... it's just a. I mean, what's his name's cool in it? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, what fuck's his name Jason now? Jason Jay- Russell Segal. Brand or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the rock. Off. The rock opera, bro. Yeah, isn't his name? The, yeah, Russell yeah, it's Russell, yeah, Brand. Played, Russell his, Brand. Yeah, Russell Brand. His character is yeah. so fucking hilarious. He just like, like Kevin. Shit. Kevin read my mind. I feel is like what happened. It's the rock <laughs> opera. Fucking 
Dracula singing about Van Helsing. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that part. That part's cool too. Puppets. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite. All right. <laughs> good. Kevin, Anyways. what's going good on? Old, in good your old world? Jason Siegel. Yeah. Um, for the first time in a long time, I'm looking at cars in Japan, you know. What are we looking at? Uh, just the same usual things. And it's funny because there's like the same cars are still here. So it's like, hmm, what's that? Even mean, people, you know? even like nobody likes those cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. so no BMWs? Um, when I first logged in, it was like, oh, you're like recent things or whatever were like mostly BMWs because it was all like stuff Gerard had sent us. Or when, yeah. or maybe I just started looking, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's just looking at weird, random, stupid shit. What did you? What have you found? What's it? Uh, there was that Lexus GS that like has the rag top. Ooh. The like third gen one, yeah, that one's hilarious. Still here, obviously, because who's going to buy a rag top one? That's yeah, all no. that's going on in your world. I feel like you've greatly like oh no, done a you... bunch of shit to your car. Oh, uh, yes, no, I've been steady working on my car. Got the bumper on, got the lip on, got the new tranny, got the bell housing on, went over the shifter, kind of rebuilt it. It didn't really need to be rebuilt, but refreshed it a bit, new grease, that sort of stuff. Put that mm. back on. Uh, new clutch discs are in, new intercoolers on. I'm still trying to get the hood to fit a bit better. Um, yeah. When does it go for paint? uh how, parts of it are getting painted right now oh nice um but it kind of has to be back together so i need to uh the turbo scremin is looking over he just posted a bunch of photos of it last night uh, kind of laughing about how much he did had taken um yeah and yeah so once that's back i can get the car running again and then the quarter panel can get painted um i got the os two-way in the crown still so I got to switch that over at one point. It's coming along. It's coming along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. And then, for those that don't know, what are you doing with this car? Uh, well, Ryan and I are going on a drift week. Drift week. Drift week seven with yeah. Naoki Nakamura. Um, and we are... Close personal friend. Yes, close personal on. friend of ours. We'll be airbnb with him every yeah. night yeah i'm excited yeah i am too i'm excited i'm like anxious and excited all at the same time and when is that again it's in february right february 14th Uh, february 18th is the first uh first drift day baller yeah book some accommodations already this week so it's a couple more places to figure out but everything is falling into place it seems we're just out there doing it. So if you're listening and, and come the, say hi, come say hi, do that and hang out. If you are uh, in the Tucson area, we will be there on February 18th and 19th. And if you are in the Los Angeles area, we will be there uh, February 21st through the 26th. And then, yeah. If you are in the Salt Lake City area, we'll be there March 1st and 2nd. And if you're in the Vancouver area, we'll be back. 
<laughs> we're here all the other time yeah uh yeah very exciting uh it's gonna be interesting i don't even know i'm very excited a little bit nervous but it'll be a lot of fun so for those that don't know because like i think we say these things it's like well we're doing drift week uh kevin is going to drive his alteza to Arizona from Vancouver, which is approximately how many kilometers? Uh, twenty five hundred. Yeah, it's like a twenty six hour drive or something like that. I think. So it's we're a gonna, ways. It's a ways, and we're gonna drive. I'm gonna go with them to take pictures, make videos, do that stuff. Moral support. That's all I'm good for. Uh, we're gonna drive to Arizona. Kevin is going to drift the car and then drive it to another is it five racetracks yeah so it's total it's 2800 kilometers from here to arizona then it's two days drifting in arizona then it's like back to la which is another like 900 kilometers and then there's willow springs one day then there's uh grange or apple valley for two days and then there's adams cart track for two days is it and required that, that you drive your car the entire way or can you trailer yeah it? no you can't trailer and they said there's you're not supposed to have a support vehicle either like wow. they, don't either, they don't have like a van driving with you that has all the stuff in the van you know that's which sounds crazy. like a support vehicle but yeah yeah exactly so definitely no bmws on that trip no there's bmws last trip <laughs> <laughs> yeah powered by jay-z's <laughs> probably <laughs> the fucking way is like an and you know n54 or whatever yeah Anyways, there was one. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's us and a bunch of YouTubers, it feels like. I don't know. Uh, there's, a bunch of, there's a bunch of like normal people too, though, but yeah. Oh, good. Normal don't people. worry. There's normal people. I was nervous that they wouldn't be able to talk to me about Transformers and or Autobots. Maybe they'll know. I bet you hurt could yeah. talk to you about Transformers yeah. and Autobots so all much. day. So get them on the horn again. Let's get them on yeah. another podcast. Yeah, pull them up. Just to talk about Transformers. Well, uh, hey, uh, let's talk about your TikTok you wanted me to bring up earlier. Hey, Gerard, I was just trying to make a joke about TikTok because you wanted a reminder to follow yeah. TikTok. Yeah, okay, whatever. We have a, we we just started our TikTok account like yesterday, so give us a follow. Uh, we're going to definitely try to upload a lot of cool stuff there. Um, yeah. Yeah, give us and a follow. And if you're not on TikTok, tell your teenage kids to follow us. Uh, Serial nine on two. I actually uh, spoke with some. I was telling Kevin, I spoke to someone who went to a social media class, and it was just like everything now is everybody wants TikTok. And it was very funny because in the world that I live in, when they talk to people about TikTok like a year and a half ago, they're like, we're not going to do that. That's that's silly. And now everyone's like, TikTok, TikTok. Like it's, I don't know how you pick the right the right horse to bet on when it comes to like social media. Cause like God knows I've tried some real stinkers in the past, <laughs> but yeah. What What are you talking about? What's like, the been social a, like, media? That yeah, like, social no, like, like what was, uh, what were those? Uh, what was the other one before? There was there? Google had their thing for a while. Remember no, no, that? No. Yeah. What's that last popular one that I never, uh, Snapchat. I was never on Snapchat. Snapchat, uh, we got there's TikTok. Is, is Snapchat still around? I think so. Yeah, I think I so. Who the I fuck never is adopted it. Neither did I. 
tweens. Uh, there was an artist. There was another one that was like meant for creators. And I remember I was like, oh, this is going to, this could be a thing. And I got like a, a, like a testing account or something and logged in, but like nothing ever came of it. It was very frustrating. <laughs> and I feel that way. Like you go into a thing and you're new and then you're like, I don't want to rebuild a following. Yeah. And I don't know <laughs> if you felt that way with like TikTok, but like, even like I've thought, I'm like, should I just like fire up a Dota Logic TikTok account and just like put like content on there that I have that could work? Like, is that a thing that I should do? But then I'm like, I don't want to start from scratch again. Mm-hmm. So I want to say congratulations to Serial Nine for overcoming that initial like, fuck this new thing. You know, That's you know what it was? Thing. It was peer pressure. It was totally peer pressure. <laughs> Just as a aside, remember when I said, hey, Gerard, you're making all these like reels. Why don't you put them on TikTok? And you're like, nah, it's not I know. Uh, now I got it. You know what I'm saying? Nah, no, right. sorry. No, sorry. You know, you just uh, double down. I mean, um, I got to say, though, I was on TikTok yesterday. And man, it just like, I was saying to Jake and Kevin, I was like, no wonder there's millions and millions of views because it literally just never stops. It's just like throwing shit at you nonstop. You open it and it's it's fucking nuts, man. And it's yeah. just like the most sensory input. Like honestly, for kids, it's probably the absolute worst fucking thing in the entire world. It's <laughs> it's so bad, dude. But anyways, maybe it's the best thing. Who what knows? do I know? I'm an old fuck, right? So you're not a child psychologist. Yeah. I know that the their their privacy policy is just insane. That's why even like for me to get the app on my phone, I was like, this is literally exactly why I don't have TikTok because I just like don't want to shit. Like, oh, we have mm. access to your photos. We have access to your to this, we have access to that. We have access to your microphone. It's like, oh. all That's right, every, just, just you use your allow, own, use your burner phone. Yeah, yeah, I totally. I mean, I guess it. Also, because no, it still uses the same accounts and stuff. You know, I mean, it's not. Really I'm the phone sure they're bad, but Instagram asks for like access to your microphone and shit. Yeah, yeah I trust all Instagram that, a little that. bit more. Why do you what? trust Zuck? Let's talk about conspiracies. Uh no. Why not? Uh, Let's get the people going. <laughs> Yo, I got this conspiracy that Toyota limits the amount of manual transmissions because they want the earth to go bad. They're trying to get not people to not drive, you know? Yeah, they just service. basically continually build the lamest cars in the world so people yeah. like don't buy them. Yeah, don't they don't, just don't, like they take- buy them, but they don't like they just they, they, they can't they person. can't use them to, to their fullest potential, you know? right? Yeah, it's like they're trying to take the edge off of everyone. Yeah, they're rounding off the corners of society. Yeah, by automatic automizing the world. Mm, that's quite the conspiracy, Kevin. <laughs> Dive into it. Is it the mole people that uh, I don't know? The mole <laughs> people, <laughs> you know? I don't know fucking anything about conspiracies. Uh, that's not true. I've I've read them and then just just said nope to all of them. Um, all all of them not all of them i use a sober rational brain to think about things and then go from there yeah kevin is my sounding board (laughs) for a lot of things (laughs) yeah i think that's fair i think that's an all right thing to say um i just don't know if i'm the best man for the job no what i like is that kevin will always be like either tell me that i'm overthinking things or like give me the the counterpoint and i'm like oh yeah that's a good way to look at it no, no that's valuable 
Hey, you guys got some new merch? Merch me up, fam. We do, yeah. Was, whoa, whoa, yeah. <laughs> what do we got? We got I don't toots. know. We Ooh. got uh, funky colored Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Americans don't know what toots are. Beanies. There but they're go. not beanie. They're like a, you know, a beanie with a pom-pom. We and got beanie. folds. Yeah. So <laughs> like a toque? Yeah. yeah side order Basically a toque, but you can call it whatever the hell you want. Uh, we got multiple colors, or we got black, black with white thread, and then multiple colors with black thread. Um, we got some cool shirts coming up. I don't know how it's all going to go, but we still have all the Arcadia stuff coming yeah, soon. Yeah, to release, yeah. Arcadia shirts, flags. We got these really cool embroidered puff hats. Uh, we still got the steering wheels coming in. Uh, they've definitely been delayed a little bit, uh, but those are still coming, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and some other cool, like, funky designs. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, what are you most excited for in this next year? Me? Yeah, yeah you. Okay, we're talking Kevin. product or car? Oh, Kevin, yeah. That's Kevin. Well, no, like, either of you. I just want to know what both of you are most excited for. Like, what is... I'm definitely what? most excited for Drift Week. But also, I think that that's, like, coming up, and I've been thinking about it a lot. So, like, that's very in the mind, so... Yeah, um, I lose but, sleep over it, but go on. I don't know. Yeah, I'm super excited to like have the full line of billet arms be released. That's super exciting. It's exciting to have our bushings back in stock and like yeah. a full redesign and like like better packaging, better better everything. So like that's super super exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited Being for Gerard. Top. To drive with a Gerard again for Gerard to see Gerard's <laughs> project come to fruition, you know. Yeah, we gotta That's actually it. fucking start it. It's literally February already. Yeah. Um yeah. Um, sorry, it's got like a crazy foot cramp. I'm excited for um I feel like this year for myself, and I guess I'm hoping for zero nine, because obviously I um I am taking more responsibility uh not only for myself but for the business um i'm trying to be more organized i'm trying to be more focused i'm trying to get the team more focused i'm trying to lead everyone more trying to be more of a boss trying to be more of a (laughs) grown-up and i'm trying to make some fucking money that's what i'm trying to do good yes how much Adderall are you taking? No, I'm joking. <laughs> so um, you, do you ever yeah, wonder what it would be like if you just took Adderall or something like I don't know. Sometimes. My wife tells me all the time. She's like, you, you know, maybe you should try me medication because like you could just get your stuff done or like be, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, Oof. sure. I'll try it. Gerard on Adderall would be a scary thing. <laughs> I don't um, know. I've never tried it, but I feel like, I've, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, all that sort of comes together to like, um, yeah, we're having way more, we're having way more meetings. We're using the organizational, like we're using Asana more. We're using, uh, like, I feel like sort of being religious with that stuff keeps everyone like a lot more focused. Uh, we have a new team member, which is also pretty cool. We have a media guy. Dylan from Checkpoint is is sort of working at zero nine now, so that's like pretty cool. Um, and he's taking care of all. Wait, of what? No, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> he's taking care of a lot of like the in house media stuff. So 
So that's really cool too and exciting. Uh, but I mean, we've worked with him before in the like the weekly videos and all that kind of stuff too. So it's it's not like really that different. So, but it is more of like a job. Like he works at Serial Nine now. As he's on the to, payroll. Yeah, he's instead of sort of being contracted loosely yeah. through, you know. So that's super exciting, and I feel like basically just for Serial Nine to kind of grow and mature as a company. And I mean, like the perfect example are these bushings that just came in. Like we we basically like sort of like steamrolled this project. We just like got all the designs done, got all the shit done, said everything, you know, talking to the manufacturer all the time, designed the bags, you did all this shit. And like, boom, they're there. And like, they, you know, they're in my hand. We pressed them into the arms today. They look sick. We choose a cool color. We, you know, we designed all the bushings. Uh, everything fits beautifully. And and now we can offer these like bushings and all we need to do now is continually, think, you know, uh, add to that line. So, you know, you have all the Toyotas at one point and then you have all the Nissans at one point, Subarus or whatever it may be. Uh, the line can sort of be as big as you want it to be. I do have like one thing that I'm, I do have one goal uh, that I, I don't think I've really told that many people. I have one goal for this year. Um, Tell everyone. This is like a personal goal. Uh, is to actually track race. What are so, you going to track race? So that's the thing is I want to work my way up to, you know, the car I have, but I want to work my way up to like the 130i. So like the manual inline six one and track race that thing. Oh, so, yeah. a lot of fun. So that's my, my like personal goal for this year, as far as like a, like a thing, not like a, like a, you know, not like a personal like growth goal, but like a, like I want to make enough money to buy that car and semi track prep it and actually race it on a racetrack, like, like a time, like not time attack, but like, you know, circuit racing. <clears throat> That's exciting. It stems from me not being competitive my entire life, like shying away from any sort of competition. And I know drifting can be competitive as well, but it's not quite the same thing. Like drifting is, is a bit subjective and like, it's not like, oh, there's a clock, there's a number, like you're either better or you're not. It's not like you're, you know, this was kind of sicker, but this guy happened to win. It's like, no, there's a fucking number. You either get the better number or you don't, you know what I mean? So not that you're mm -hmm. like actually racing, you're just kind of like racing loosely against other people. I want to be able to go to Cowichan, like with like the BMW club or whatever, and like go to the track that I pass by all the time. I want to like actually go there and like race on it. Yeah, that sounds really nice. I like that for you. Yeah, good. I mean, you have one car shows that's competitive, but also a little. Nah, but see, that's the thing too. It's not not really, man. Like to win a car show, it's like you just got to do a specific amount of. Sh I mean, maybe not so much lately because they actually like see the overall thing now. But like before, it was like you just checked a specific amount of fucking boxes and you would win, right? Are you going to do any car shows this year? I am. What are you going to do, Gerard? I I mean, I definitely want to do Weckfest or Weekfest, sorry. Fuck it. Yeah, I, sure. I want the are Blit we... to be in Weekfest. Kevin, do you want to go to Weekfest this year? I was going to say that's a no. Kevin, are you done talking for the night? I can't hear you. Oh, he's on oh mute. My God. <laughs> I've been on mute for like 20 minutes. That's why we're like, yo, Kevin's not talking at all. I'm like, yeah. yo, Kevin. <laughs> Like the whole time, I was like, oh, like this yeah. guy's got no reaction at all. Like, well, no, I heard you. I heard you like say that, but like, 
Uh, yeah, I was like, no, I had that crazy foot cramp, and I was like trying to work it out. And I was like, oh, because he I was like, I'm Kevin's doing something. I know. I heard you say I'm doing something, but I was, I was sort of like, like looking at my phone at the time. But I was like, oh, like, well, I was, ta- yeah. I started I like talking about the racing, I, and you just zoned right out. No, no. Yeah. I feel like also like it looks like you know I got Vaseline on my screen. I got like one one K webcam. Like you can't see that my mouth is moving, right? Like <laughs> no, I couldn't. I was like Kevin's like legitimately pissed at us. Yeah, no, it no, seems no, like no, you're no, just no, like no, fucking Gerard's talking about this shit again. Like yeah, yeah no. I was like, oh, how do I make Kevin happy? Because that was the same thing too. I was like, is is my like thing really? Because I kept saying stuff, and I was like, is my thing really low? Like. They're just ignoring me, like nope. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like 2023 is going to be the biggest year for Serial Nine. Obviously, I mean, most of our years have been improvements uh, of the previous years, but I feel like growth this year is going to be. I want to say like explosive. That's what I'd like to say, explosive. or that's what I'd like to make it be explosive. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're doing really well because it's literally like January 18th. Yo. Oh, shit. It's 15 minutes till Kevin's birthday. Oh, shit. What? Yeah, man. Kevin. And then what are we going to do for your birthday? Anything? Honestly, I was uh, thinking of just like working on a car. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to work on a car. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just got that's, the notification. That's what I want to do tomorrow. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to work on a car. I'm going to kill my birthday. <laughs> the stupid little O-rings for the for the vacuum pump came in. They just got the notification, so I could finally, finally, finally finish and drive that car. Finally, finally, finally. Shit. Months later, months and months and months later. Oh, hey, I got a question that just came in, Gerard. Oh, sick! Right now, live. Right now, it's from Dodo Ryan B. It's oh, from, now that you've hired Dylan, what's Ryan gonna do for you? Oh, Ryan has lots of roles at Serial Nine. He's oh, okay. Ryan's the thinker. He's got the he's he's the grounded, uh, like deeper. What's the word? Overthinker. No, I want to say overthink. It's like a. Um, I only ask that because one, I'm totally insecure, and two, people are always like, "Did Ryan make this video?" And then you'd always be like, "Dylan made this video," and it's like Ryan made. Um, okay, cool. So we got a lot of new stuff coming out. Uh, Kevin and I are going to do Drift Week. Gerard wants to go and race on a track (laughs) to prove his metal. Uh, I don't know. It is. It's facing facing like a bit of a. I said I said they wouldn't let you in because your car's right hand drive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could be right. Pay less for that shit. Honestly, yeah. I'm stoked to like to go to the BMW meets. Like I was talking to Cam because Cam has that super nice M3. I'm like, dude, man, I can't wait to go to the BMW meets with like this fucked up BMW because I know that like sometimes they kind of like pine over shit like that and like yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, I like that. I like that for you. <laughs> That's basically what I want to do. Oh, so. good. All right. So we got all that on the go. Um, but I'm also excited for the Cresta. It's just like, for me, the Cresta is like such a big project. And honestly, like within the scope of like how we're how we're running Serial 9 right now, I really don't have a fucking clue how we're supposed to finish that car. Right. Like I have to basically take one entire day a week and like work on that car in order for anything to get done on it. Because it's not like I can work on it for fucking two hours. You know what I mean? It's like, I got to pull the engine out or something. Like, I mean, maybe I'll accomplish getting the engine out, but like 
then I got to clean it. Then I got to like organize all the shit. Like I'll do all this stuff. It's like, you pretty much just have to take one day a week and like work on it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should just do that on Mondays or something. It's just like Monday's such a, like a fucked up short day too. I don't know. My schedule kind of sucks to be honest. I hear ya. I have been doing a lot of work at home, which is good. But like at the same time, like I get, I literally like get like four or five hours of sleep at night. So, I mean, that's, it is what it is, right? Don't want that. Um, <laughs> you want to, so do we have any serial nine events this year? Yeah, we got to fucking plan that. You want to have anything cruise? at the moment? We don't have anything at the moment. But we are planning that cruise and we definitely, I think, want to have a drift event at Evergreen. Yeah, we should, we should definitely start doing you know I mean, that. like, yeah, like a private rental, I think, is different from event, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I myself just need to get on a fucking track and drift something. So, I mean, if we could do the private day, I'd be stoked. I'd just take the blit and just, like, go out there and shred. And, like, like literally since the accident, I haven't, like, fucking drifted anything except for, like, four laps in the blit. And it, I just, like... Had a flat tire. Yeah, like no yeah. confidence, like no experience, no seat time, no like none of that shit. It's like, whoa, whoa, wait, sorry, I've been drinking, so I forgot. You drifted at Western, and it looks that's, fucking phenomenal. That's what you said. It four laps in the blip. Oh, I, I thought, thought those meant, were two um, laps, and then the other two laps in the blip. Yeah, I thought at mission, mission when it had the flat. Oh no, the mission. I wouldn't even say those were laps, to be oh, honest. Because okay. those well, were I like mean, no. Also, the car wasn't running properly at that time too. So I not only did it had a flat, the car would cut out. So like. Mission is well, I didn't even get any experience at mission. Oh, okay. any. Well, Western, and if people are interested, there is a video that includes Gerard drifting the blit at Western on the Serial Nine YouTube page. The check engine light on my infinity is gone. So that's cool. <laughs> I mean, no problems. It means yeah, no like, worries for the rest yeah. of your days. It fixed yeah. itself, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what was a nice takeaway from this? Uh, somebody reached out. I should have put this in the Ryan's responses. Someone reached out and said that they had a customer that bought uh, a Spectrum Turbo because of our podcast. Oh, sick. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's nice. They, I hope that they listened to the one podcast that we made that I didn't fully understand was Chris Kremen. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the one you're going to listen to. Yeah, and then you're like, I should buy that turbo. That dude's fucking switched on like nobody's business. <laughs> we have a scrimming turbo for my car. Yes, no, I don't know what we have. Your manifold for your car. We all, oh, oh we yeah, and a turbo. Yeah, and yeah. a turbo. And a turbo. So at some point, there'll be a video about doing a, a single turbo swap on an Aristo or yeah, no, yeah. yes, yeah, okay. absolutely, yeah. Hey, okay, that's hey. a good one. Hey, oh, that's a, that's what your boy wants to hear. We can all wish Kevin a happy birthday in a few minutes here. Oh, uh, man. Kevin, how thanks. old are you going to be? Uh, 37. Yeah, 77. Good age. Is it? It is. 37. Yeah, 37 is nice. 38 is worrisome. <laughs> Why? You're two away from 40? Yeah, you just like look. You're staring down that barrel at forty, you know. <laughs> but then, Gerard, what what do you feel like is a good year to try? I mean, I just turned forty six, so I mean, is that good or is that? Didn't you just turn? <laughs> oh yeah, I just turned forty six. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, how does that feel? 
don't know. It feels like I want to grow up. That's why I'm fucking trying to like do this better shit, man. <laughs> I feel like I should probably fucking not be disorganized at 46 years old. I feel like I should probably like clean up after myself at 46 years old. I should probably like, uh, you know. I mean, it's worked out okay for you thus far, I feel like, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy when fucking people fucking wipe your ass your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, not literally, but you know. Like, uh, you got a bidet, is what Gerard just told us. <laughs> nice. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we got a minute, and then Kevin turns 37, which I oh, think is shit. really nice. And then it's oh, game over, shit. right? Yeah. Fucking turns it, it in. It all goes downhill from there, that's for sure. I don't know. I don't think so at all. I mean, honestly, like... No, I'm just kidding. I swear, like, 40? Dude, honestly, all my 30s were pretty good. Um, I had Dominic at 36, so I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, yeah. the years after that ensued were not the fucking greatest, but, you know, uh, when I turned 40, life got better. Hey, what age? This is a weird, fun question that has nothing to do with cars. What age is it that we're a kid where you start to see the ROI? On a kid? Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I have a an infant, so I have ROI already because my youngest of the two older kids takes care of the baby i mean like individual interaction so you have a kid anyone out there is gonna have a kid i mean don't you already are wouldn't you both already say like gerard's youngest and your current kid don't you have roi like yeah what do you mean oh i (laughs) it's a weird question it's like i when i talk to people i'm like around the age of three is like where ROI like fully kicks in on a kid. I feel like because um because like they're mobile, they can kind of oh, like okay like talk to you and express their <clears throat> ideas and opinions. Kind they like start to fend for themselves a little bit more. They want to be a bit more independent. You know, it's like man, yeah, like you don't have to take care of them in their entirety, fucking twenty four seven. You know, like, remember the time we got in the car, we picked Dominic up, Dominic up from school, and I was like, Dominic, when did you learn how to, like, buckle yourself into the car and unbuckle yourself? And yeah. he's like, oh, I've been doing this for a while. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's, like, ROI to me, where, you're like, <laughs> you're not, like, oh, let me just buckle you in. And, you know, yeah. like, that, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I, <laughs> know if I look at it like that, because no you don't all <laughs> those not years, a monster all those years are so like valuable like if you were to be like all stoked on just to sort of get to the year where like you started <laughs> getting good roi on your kid like you'd like kind of just fucked up you like not fucked up but like you maybe didn't enjoy the time to get value there. those prior years enough as much yeah that is a that is a nice thing to say and that's not the answer i wanted no i know i i think what i'm saying is like i love the point that i'm at now with like june where like she gives me an opinion on things like i like the like the, the that she has like kind of like fully formed thoughts on things and yeah like, what do you think about this yeah i mean that's 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 fully like when your kid is like 
a person per se is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watching yeah. them become a person is a is a separate thing. And like I've said in the past, having a kid is dope. Being a parent is stressful. <laughs> and like yeah. I get most people can't separate the two, but that's that's how <laughs> I feel about it. I love watching this person grow up and turn into a thing, but then having to be responsible, like kind of for what they turn into and how they grow up for the first bit. There's a lot of stress, but then oh, yeah. get to a point, you get to a point where they start like, like how after you and Dominic is like telling you about cars, he's like, oh, I know that car and that car. And then you're like, yeah, so yeah, you do. So that's the thing is like, I think it's super sick and everything, but I, I feel like I should be more stoked, but like, like, obviously I'm like proud of him or like, it's cool, but like. Honestly, I'm more proud of him that he like goes to soccer and like really enjoys it and like actually will get on the field and like fucking hustle his ass. Like, you know, I'm I'm more I, I'm stoked that he likes cars. And and I'm I'm it's just kind of like a side benefit. And almost I feel like maybe it's like obviously he likes cars because like he's immersed in it or something yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. I don't even think he is so that's the thing is like i feel like he naturally just likes cars because obviously like i'm always doing car shit but it's not like it's not like he's always in the shop with me working on cars we right, watch yeah. like car videos and stuff sure but like he could watch car videos at home because he likes cars or whatever like yeah like he knows a lot of sh- like he'll tell you the type of car it is from like the taillights at night and i'm like that's like pretty sick but I remember, okay, so I remember back in the day when I was younger, I think I even told Kevin this, I was like, oh, I can't wait till my kid, we, I can play like the identification, not, this isn't what it's called, I just, the game of like, you know, like there's like the DHL truck, there's like the UPS truck, there's like the, you know, like when they can identify those, they'd be like, oh, there's that one, and like, figure out like, like there are more than one of these things, and like, oh, hey, like I see another one, and like, I guess it's kind of like that with cars, he's like, oh, there's one of those like, new bmw electric things or like there's an e-tron you know what i mean like it's kind of sick um i mean all the things i i enjoy when june does all the things but i also enjoy when we drive by i think she's like hey dad there's a toyota yeah yeah. toyota and i'm like oh that's pretty good for like a five-year-old anyway yeah hey kevin yeah happy birthday birthday, man made it i'm so happy that you're in my life (laughs) <laughs> and on that note i think we can call it i just wanted to extend a conversation and i knew that if you ask parents about kids you can get like five minutes out of them so i mean honestly <laughs> like I, I feel like i mean we should probably ask that question like how many of our listeners you know have children and like what do you you know we should maybe if you have children um reach out to us and say, Hey, like maybe you have some weird car people, children questions, not that the children and the cars are related, but it's like, we're all in the cars and we are a certain type of people and we happen to have children. And maybe there's some, some conversation there, you know? Yeah. 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 Figure that out, figure out how to, I feel like a lot it. of the people are probably like, you know, new parents and shit. Right. And like, you know, or about to be, or on yeah. that like cusp of like like yeah. maybe they could be in that situation. Yeah, I have three kids, age two, seven, and nine. So, yeah, I have a I bit have, of experience. <laughs> yeah, I have one child. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Kevin has zero childs that he knows of. <laughs> How many yeah. children am I? Do you know? 
<laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad that it's Kevin's birthday. Uh, by the time you listen to this, there won't be. But yeah, that's okay. Know that he's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, on that note, uh, thanks for everyone who's written in. Also, that has followed up with things. Love that. And the questions. Always love the questions. Love the follow-up. It's great that people are a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, thanks for all the support. We very much appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9.